good afternoon or good evening. It is Movie Issue Times. I am your host, Leland, here with my sidekick, Spooky. Guten Tag. Yeah, we offended all of Great Britain and the UK last week. We're just moving through the countries. We're tearing it eastward. <laughs> so, today is Attack Germany! <laughs> Not necessarily Germany in specific. Well... According, well, Nazis. In, in line with today's movie, it's the Nazis specifically. <laughs> and you know who happened to be German. And I, uh, no, no, yes, I, I honestly, I am not really feeling bad at all that we're the making one, fun of Nazis. The one great thing about Nazis is you never feel bad when you kill them. No, oh wow, I was gonna say when you, you never feel bad when you make fun of them. You straight up went to like, well, you no, know, no, the, I kill Nazis. Is this the thing you, like, you're like the Dexter of San Diego, but only Nazis, and it takes you a really long time it does. to it's locate really a Nazi? to find real Nazis anymore. Uh, no, like, the, the, the thing about Nazis is in movies and video games and everything, it's always a go-to easy villain. I'm okay. And you, and you never have any issue, like, there's never any kind of moral Not laundry no. about about attacking and killing Nazis. No, I get excited. Nazis and zombies. I get excited when I see Nazis on film because I'm like, ooh, oh, that means they're going to be gonna real die. bad. That's or it's the like bad a, guy. Yeah. I always love it when it's like a real hot Nazi or a hotzi, and yeah. she like strolls in, long like correlative ill cigarette, maybe red hair, no, blonde hair, blonde but, hair. Yeah, yeah, blonde hair covering one eye. And she's always just like, oh, hello. Like if Jessica Rabbit was a Nazi? Pretty much. Kind of like <laughs> come in there, just very, sauntering very on Very va-va-va-voom. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh, hello. <sighs> Big cigarette. <laughs> she's like, oh, guten tag. Good morning. Or maybe Cruella DeVille like 30 years earlier. Uh, I think she'd still be old. Probably. She was like 11 D in she that was, movie. She was a million D. <laughs> and animated. So it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but since we're, we're talking about Nazis today... Which sounds weird. Yeah, that's a weird statement. No, no, I said that for the podcast. I know, and I'm uh, agreeing with you. Okay. It's <laughs> a weird well, statement. <laughs> Welcome to the Nazi cast. Um, so we did a top ten of movies that deal with Nazis just being killed or just getting the shit beat out of them generally. Top ten, in no particular order, Nazi films... Of uh, where Nazis are in them. Yes. Well, with, anything with Nazis World War in the II. movie. Yeah. Um, the biggest and one. Not I, always films. I guess the biggest one, Inglorious Bastards, from a couple years ago. At least the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true, and that I love Quentin Tarantino films. Personally, this one didn't work for me. I it's, still haven't understood why. I think I think the one big thing about. Glorious Bastards was it wasn't the movie it was advertised to be. Like you thought Quentin Tarantino was gonna redo World War Two. And it was gonna be crazy. He kinda did. Well, granted, yeah, he kinda did. But what we got was this other chick with like this personal like vendetta or like so much of the story followed um the, the, the female lead that it really takes away from what people wanted because they went in wanting Kill Bill in World War II Germany. I'll be honest, that's what I wanted. Yeah, and not that I'm saying it's a bad movie. Like I thought it was a well done movie. It's just not a movie that I would like to repeatedly watch. I, I mean, it's the only Tarantino film I don't own. Granted, and, yeah. and I'm okay with that. When, when it comes to when when it's a movie with a real serious take on like World War II and, and especially. 
when there's a very kind of sad or dark element to it, it is tough to go back. Like, American History X, tough to kind of watch. Good movie. I yeah, I have it. There's no reason for either of us to own that film. Like, it's not like you gather with your friends and, hey, no, bring yeah, beer. Yeah. We're going to watch American History yeah, X tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone's good in it. It's, it's, oh, it's excellent It's acted, an excellent yeah. movie. But yeah, you never sit down like, you know what's good tonight? American History X. Followed yeah. by Schindler's List. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a combo platter. So yeah, Inglorious Masters. I think it's a decent movie. It's great made and the writing and the acting. I mean, it's everything about it is, is, great, is 100%. Great points in it. But just didn't none, work for me. None of personally. them had the had the woman in it. Yeah, that's okay. Was, Nothing against it. Just saying, it was all just, Brad Pitt and his inglorious bastards. Yeah, just didn't work. He was for hilarious. Me. My favorite part when the David Bowie song came on. That was weird because I love David Bowie and I love that song. So I was like, oh, something I can now relate to, because I'm not Jewish <laughs> nor am I a Nazi. <laughs> As she's like getting dressed to kill. Well, she Hitler. put on a war paint. Yeah. <laughs> or makeup or paint. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Another amazing movie. It's a good movie. Not necessarily funny. No, not funny. <laughs> really? World War II movies? Most of them? Not very funny. Not everything can be yeah. Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis? Not always funny. Not always they, funny. They don't laugh. They don't, they don't dance. <laughs> they just sit there. They're just angry. They just they got this problem. Not really sure what to say about Saving Private Ryan. It's it is another kind of a, a amazing movie. Um, it is actually a movie I can go back and watch once in a while. That's a good flick. Yeah, because yeah, it's like it's set in World War II. They're fighting Nazis, but it's not really about Nazis. No, it's it's just simply about this one. It's you about know, Maddie group Damon. Of guys. Yeah, it's about yeah. picking up Maddie Damon. On the next, on that same vein, Band of Brothers. That's another real. Yeah. It's not technically a movie; it's a miniseries on HBO. But goddamn, is it good? Yeah, and that's and, that's another one I can watch, rewatch once in oh a while. Oh man, if you don't cry at episode nine, you have no heart. That's the concentration camp episode that you didn't cry at because you're a fucking robot. I'm a monster. Yeah, you're a monster. I'm not a monster. I'm not a. I'm not a Nazi monster. You're just a but monster. I have no feelings. You have no tear ducts. Yes. They dried up many, many moons ago. <laughs> my heart is a crusty black crater. <laughs> crater in the center of my chest. Spooky I, has no sympathy. Like I love Band of Brothers. I think it's great. I even like the other one, The Pacific. It's good. Not about Nazis, so there's no, no. sense really to hark on it, but it's World War II related. Yeah. Downfall, that it's that German film. That deals that, with the last, like the last days of Hitler and Reich. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting about it is all the memes that have come from this particular film where Hitler is upset about, like, World the prequels. War um, um, uh, Warcraft, I've seen a lot of. He's War- angry about his Warcraft account getting hacked. He's really upset that Lohan can't get her shit together. It's the video where he's just pounding on the desk, yelling out whatever in Yeah, German. he was upset at the end of The Dark Knight, I believe. Yes. <laughs> He's the voice of the internet. Yes, Hitler, the voice, yes, of, the Hitler, the voice of the internet. Whenever the internet is angry about something, they just throw him in there. Kelly's Heroes is uh, a movie my dad really likes. It's Clint Eastwood and Don Rickles and Donald Sutherland. There's a rumor. Right. I mean, it's, it's rumored that there is a stockpile of Nazi gold. So they take like a furlough to go get it and they end up kind of stopping the bad guy along the way it's kind of like an action comedy for the 60s is that that sounds like three kings it kind of is huh 
Yeah. So Three Kings is kind of an updated remake of Kelly's Heroes. A little bit, but there's more groups in this. There's other comedic actors that follow it, but those are the three leads that most mm. people know. Dirty Dozen, basically it's the Expendables, but in World War II, a bunch of your old-timey action guys get together, make a movie, a lot of shit blows up. Oh my god, Expendables 3 against Nazis. That Udo Kier. Seems, seems really weird. Bring in Udo Kier, because Do they go back in time? To, no, 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 no. Wait, they go New back Nazis. in time U, U, oh. Terminator style. No, no, like, no. Like, they're no. all naked in those bubbles, and they all, like, stand oh, up. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Not at all. It'd be terrible. No, no, like they they fight like modern day Nazis, Nazis like Brazil. Like they go to Brazil where all the Nazis went to hide. That's true. And you know they they fight them to whatever. Speaking of Brazil, Mm. little little unknown movie called Boys from Brazil. I have seen this movie, and this movie is fucking amazing. In all the wrong crazy ass ways. Like I think it was made. It's made in the late seventies. It's got the goot. It's Steve Gutenberg yeah. is in Brazil in search of Nazis. Or he's down there for some other reason and he stumbles across Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's the Nazi hunter. No, that's Laurence Olivier. So he finds Josef Mengele, the most infamous Nazi, Nazi evil doctor, doctor yeah. you know, who's always portrayed like, as like, Mwah. It's, it's you know. Hitler and Mengele, yeah. the two most evil fucks <laughs> in history. So he finds Dr. Frankenstein down there yeah. in Brazil, contacts Sir Lawrence Olivia. Oh, and Gregory Peck's playing Dr. Mengele. Oh, okay. So contacts Lawrence Olivier in like England or some shit. He's like oldest living <laughs> Nazi hunter left in existence. He, didn't, he doesn't, like, train an apprentice or I anything? I have no idea. Maybe right? there should have been a chick. I don't know. And you think that's where the movie's going to go, is that it's going to be like, oh, old Nazi hunter finds the, the ultimate Nazi prize, kills him. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, sir. She this movie, crazy. This movie takes a, a drastic turn when you find out that Josef Mengele has been working on cloning Adolf Hitler for about 25 years to the extent that there is a hundred Adolf Hitler clones that he sent out around the world. So many Nazis around the world, around the world. adopted these Hitler babies and are raising them to be <laughs> Hitler. So there's like, he goes to all these different houses around the world and there's all these like, it's the same kid playing like Hitler. Visiting. But he's got like blonde hair, red hair, you know, different whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works out. And then like... Yeah, it's just this weird sci-fi cloning Hitler, yeah. crazy Nazi movie that you did not see coming. It's always been on my list since I heard about it, but I've never seen it. It's quite fantastic yeah. that you're like, this happened. I would love to see a remake of that, honestly. Put some Anthony Hopkins in there, Michael Caine. Oh, <laughs> Fassbender can be the goo, because after, no, after C- Fassbender's the bad guy. Let's be him be a bad guy for a change. Like, after seeing uh, X-Men First Class, we and we got, like, five minutes of Fassbender, the Nazi hunter. Oh, love that. We're like, that. oh, send him to more fields yeah. dressed yeah. in linen. <laughs> like, let him kill zombies for two hours. Oh, not zombies. Oh, well, maybe zombies. Well, there's, Nazi that, zombies. there's that Nazi zombie movie. Um, snow. Dead Snow. Dead Snow, Dead snow. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that because it's subtitled, and I hate reading my movies. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of Nazi zombies, there's a real good one from the 70s called Shockwaves. All right, let me walk you through this. Okay. Underwater. Uh-huh. 
Nazi zombies in, oh. in, a, in a weird, like, submarine with nuclear, something like that. Nuclear zombies. Nuclear zombies. And they end up on an island with a crazy Peter Cushing, who is Grand Moff Talkin' from the Star Wars movies, and Van Helsing. And when I came on board. <laughs> yes. Should have. Should have smelled his stench. Yes, that's right. That's a Star Wars quote. Yeah, he did it. So he, it's insane. Like it's just a bunch of weird. It's not as great as I'm making it out to be, but it's a solid <laughs> film. You make it out sound amazing. <laughs> Last two on our list. Three technically. Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. Probably the most fun Nazi movies in the world. Indiana Jones, greatest Nazi. Not Hunter, but No, Nazi I think they, they just kind of fall along the way. Like, he never really goes out and searching of the Nazis. They yeah, just yeah, yeah. happen to pop up at all the things he wants. Well, I mean, like... What Remember, was... he hates those guys. He does. He really does. Those and snakes. Um, <laughs> Nazis and snakes. Really the same thing. <laughs> Aren't they? Aren't they? I hate them both, honestly. Um, like, true to life, like... Uh, the Hitler and, and Nazi Germany were they were doing a lot of archaeology. Oh yeah, it makes that's why it works yeah. great for the yeah. movie. Yeah, like it, it all fit into this you know realistic kind of world. So of course, like I guess that's who you would run into most of the time. I mean, Raiders, in my opinion, is probably a perfect movie. It's on my top twenty as like a perfect film. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. I love watching it. I also like Last Crusade. Not a perfect film. No. But it's still fun because it's just watching Sean Connery and Harrison Ford when they both still wanted to, like, you know, act. So it's nice to see them doing that. And you get the evil Nazi lady who's always fun. We forgot one of the better newer Nazi movies of the last five years, Captain Fucking America. Oh, snap. That's right. Yeah, threw that in. That's on the list of the last second. Yeah, kick something else out. Captain America, new in the top ten. In no you, particular order. And you get awesome Red Skull. Mm. And Hugo Weaving makes a great oh, Red Skull. Hugo Weaving makes a good villain, no matter what. That's true. Hugo Weaving in general just is amazing. just amazing. He's one of those dudes who could just sit there, just like, yeah, read the phone book, man. No. He'll make it sound good. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this movie called Under the Rainbow? No. Not available anywhere. Oh. Not on VHS, not on DVD. I don't even think people can illegally download this. Mm. This movie was a family staple growing up, and it's from like the early 80s, late 70s. I don't remember off the top of my head. Essentially... Carrie Fisher is an executive for MGM in the 1930s, like uh-huh. late ni- late 1930s. Actually, in fact, they're filming The Wizard of Oz. That's oh, what she's in. That's what's going on. So okay. it's a movie of a movie making fun of the movie. But so they're filming The Wizard of Oz, and all the little people that are playing the Munchkins have to stay somewhere. So she's in charge of all the little people that this movie proceeds them to be crazy. This like starts, This is sounding familiar. I think I've, I think I've told this. you about this before. But all these little people love to just party, get drunk, and fucking have sex. Like, that's their deal. So she has them all in one just hotel like down people. the street from Hollywood. So then there's this weird spy plot that enters that Chevy Chase is a CIA agent mm-hmm. who is guarding some... Von Baron or some shit. Who knows? He's not really important to the plot. But they're all at the same hotel. And then there's a mistaken identity and swapping bags. And Billy Barty, one of the more famous little actors in the entire world, 
is a little Nazi who oh. is brought in to the movie to try and speak to the Japanese who are also staying at this hotel. <laughs> and then thus wackiness ensues. But why I bring it up is Billy Barty's a little Nazi. <laughs> That, was, is, that was a lot for a little payoff. <laughs> but he's got a little Hitler mustache, and he's got the he's wearing a little SS outfit, but it's all tiny. It's oh, just, that's adorable. <laughs> well, if Nazis are gonna be cute, you're gonna want them to be this one. Like, you know, it's, yeah. Thus comedy ensues. Not unlike today's movie, which I would have to say was m- more funny than anything else for yeah, certain no, scenes. I think it's definitely a comedy. Uh, it's trying to be a comedy. I mean, it's a satire, straight out. Yeah, the it game. is. It's definitely satire. So we watched today 2012's Iron Sky. Now, you originally clued me into the existence of this movie before it ever came out. You told me, Spooky, there's a movie coming out about Nazis on the dark side of the moon who invade Earth. And you didn't have to say another word. No, no. Like, I saw the, 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 the original teaser, like, last year. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I don't know what this is, <laughs> but it's pretty. It looked amazing. And, and Udo cares in it. So, check, check. Yeah. Oh, and it's okay. Everything that I like in a movie of craziness just happened to be involved with this. Now, you've seen this before. Yeah. This was I, my, I watched it once before. This was my first time watching it. Now, for those of you that have not heard of this movie or at least seen it, it's been kind of... It's still in theaters, art houses. Yeah, it's still bumping it's, it's around. it's an independent flick that's bouncing around. You could catch it in theater, yeah. um, but it is also available for purchase. Hence, I bought it, yeah. you know. Sight unseen. Because yeah. I, again, saw the trailer. I was like, you got Sold. nothing wrong. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. So, at the end of World War II... It lets you know that the Nazis... Not necessarily the end. Well, I have to assume because they're still well, praising Hitler. Y- well, yeah, so thusly not necessarily the end. Uh, they say 1945, and I think... Well, that's the end of the war. Okay, so at the end of the war... <laughs> so the Nazis... my statement still stands. All right, yeah, at the end of World War II. Okay. <laughs> so at the end of World War II, the Nazis... Uh, well, they... They go into space. Uh, they go into space. Before anybody else, and... Um, 20 years. They, 24 they, years. They land on the dark side of the moon. Which is freezing. Not according to this movie. And, not well, not like they're bouncing around in bikinis, but it just didn't look yeah. cold. <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't see any snowmen, or polar bears, or penguins, or anything. Really, not, they not, did a poor job making the dark side of the moon look cold. Not, it's, I think all space is cold. I'm pretty I, sure that's also true. Nazi penguins? Oh my god. Okay. March of the Penguins takes Nazi. on a whole new meaning. <laughs> new cutest Nazi ever. Nazi penguin. So the Nazis are living on the dark side of the moon, basically just getting ready to invade again. Yeah, they've been spending the last oh, uh, the movie 70 take, years. Yeah, the movie takes place to 2018. So I guess the next 70 plus years. Yeah. They've been just getting ready. Yeah, they've but they've developed no new technology. That's other than to be on the fucking moon and living. So that in itself is an which, achievement, which is beyond our, our technological you know <laughs> point right now. But everything is giant gears and very steampunky. It's very industrial it's little, punk. Well, it's it's like diesel punk. Yeah, which is why I like the movie because I like anything with gears. Like the moment I see a gear, I'm in. I'm like, oh, oh I'm in. okay, exposed, nice. <laughs> Look, I even sat through Sky Captain on the World of Tomorrow. Ugh. Not 
good. not good at all. Um, yeah, they Biling was in it. <laughs> multiple generations are living on the dark side of the moon and being raised um, and being raised Nazi. But what's interesting in the beginning of the movie is it's not being raised Nazi like the evil Nazis that we always think about. It's Nazi as in the socialist party and in like the pure form, like that kind of government that oh like oh that could work like communism can work. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but we we were given like the female lead. Uh, this chick who I named, thought was good. Oh she, well, yeah, she's good. She's and a, she's gorgeous. Well, yeah. Besides that, but I'm just saying. I thought generally, as far as some of the she acting, was really pretty in her Nazi outfit because that's your thing. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> let's not give anyone the wrong idea. I'm just saying in Didn't general, as far as some. Let's be honest. There's some real bad acting in this movie. She stood out as one of the better things in the movie. Yeah, she was good. Um, and she's the Earth expert who who's never been there. Never been, because she's which, only like 20, 21. Which I made a statement during the movie. I, I always have an issue with a lot of those sci-fi flicks or movies that are of that ilk where like, oh, I'm the Earth expert. Nah. I'm the expert on America. And then they go, and they don't know jack shit. Because essentially their entire information, everything they know, ends in 1945. They have no contact with the Earth. And they said in dialogue that they've sent people to Earth prior, but they've never never come come back. back. What the fuck happened to those guys? You know what? They probably realized how fucked up shit is on the moon and just decided not to come back. That's fair. Or a regular person shot them because they were Nazis. (laughs) Just There there is that. I do. Honestly, I forgot. If you land below the Mason-Dixon line, probably just shot by a regular guy. Not to mention they landed. Yeah. Also, uh, which I think was pretty hilarious and funny, their spaceships are saucers. They're flying saucers. All of their technology and even the way it's kind of filmed has this very retro kind of 50s... um, It was very pretty. No, it's pretty, but it has this retro uh, sci-fi feel. Yeah. You know, with the flying saucers, with some of the uh, cinematography. Well, I just thought it was bullshit for a storyline that (laughs) this, I know, out of this particular flick, like, honestly, bullshit should be called in the beginning of the movie, oh, there's Nazis Nazis on the moon. moon. That I can all buy. But it was bullshit to me that they were landing on Earth and no one noticed. Like radar, we don't have like, radar at they all. Just outside of New York. Like n- I, that. I know that's ridiculous, but that kind of pulled me out of the movie a little bit. It's just like <laughs> you said that. I'm like, really? I, this. I, yeah. This is when we lose it, huh? I guess that's just for me. Everything else, I was viable, but I'm like, really, Earth didn't have any kind of radar. <laughs> like this bullshit to me. Like we should have fucking found anyway. I just me being weird, but the movie starts off with them re-landing on the moon for the first time in like a long time apparently <laughs> since probably 69 yeah. apparently but they land on the moon and two astronauts find the nazi they stumble upon the the base moon, moon, yeah the nazi the mo- base the nazi moon base moon unit and then they shoot the one dude and then they capture the one astronaut who is a publicity stunt. Right, who's a model from the, I don't know, top model. And he's supposed to, I don't know, I didn't really understand why the, the fuck the he was The whole point, uh, the, he's this black dude that uh, they specifically chose to go up into space and land on the moon because the 
quote unquote President Palin. Yeah. Who they never name, but it's obviously her. She wants re-election, so they decide, oh, well, we'll put a black guy in the moon. That's that's pretty fancy. Do you remember the name of the poster they had? Is it? Uh, yes, she can. No, no, no. Oh. The putting the black on the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going the black cam- to the moon. The, yeah. the campaign was black to the moon. Yeah. And then it's this big whole thing, which kind of begins the uh, portrayal of what uh, at least America is like, the American government is like, which is a big fucking mess. Well, what's funny about him being a black guy is that when the Nazis take off his helmet, they don't know what to make of that. Because yeah. they ain't no black people in the Aryan world. No. So what is the logical thing you do when you have a black dude on your Nazi moon base? Uh, you probably make them white. Which they do. With the albinizer or something like that. I don't know. They never say, I don't think they say it out loud. <laughs> they, show, they, they show you a bottle that says albinizer. That sounds probably phonetic spelling. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm phonetically going for it. And I guess we assume they just injected him and it just turned his skin white. Uh, he's and becomes his, and his hair straight and, and blonde, and like super blue blonde, eyes. platinum blonde. Well, he he, was, he already he, had blue eyes. Though. Oh, did he? Yes, he did have blue eyes before. Um, they albinoize this yeah. dude, and it's really unsettling to look at for the remainder of the movie because every time they show him, you're like, "That's a black dude that's painted white, but not a good makeup job." Like, I really had issues with it, and you were like. Well, all the money went into the budget of the really cool special effects. I was like, 20 more dollars for a good flesh tone (laughs) is really not going to hurt their budget. Because Eddie Murphy made that shit look real on SNL, and they don't clearly have the budget that this movie did. That's true, that's true. He just looked glowy. I think that's that's part of the the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this... Would you classify this movie as like a B movie? It's a it's B really, movie, yeah. It's really in there. It's it's a B movie, but I think it's going to be classified more as a satire. Well, because yeah. it's making fun of the idea a little that little column A, a little column B. Yeah, the it makes it makes fun of uh, the American government. It makes fun of governments in general. Um, it kind of makes fun of Nazis, but. They're just a scapegoat they're, for the plot, really. Yeah, it's, they're, they're more of a backdrop. It could have been communists on the moon, but that doesn't sound it, as cool as Nazis does, on the moon. You know, it could have been you know, North Korea on yeah, the moon. Like Nazis Again, are just the not, villain. Yeah, it's a go-to villain, so it you, you could, Yeah, you're right. You could have substituted it with any other kind of villain, large villain organization. Cobra on the moon. Cobra on the moon. Well, that's clearly already happened. And that makes sense. <laughs> You got James Washington, who's now been brainwashed to be a Nazi, sort of. The girl intervenes and tells him to, like, fake it out. The girl really likes James Washington. I mean, she's never seen a black dude before. She is just entranced by this ebony god that has been bestowed (laughs) upon her. Um, There were a few funny things on the moon base, like the fact that that they don't know about a black man or that the races are different colors or when the airlock is opened and her clothes rip off but yeah, everybody else's clothes the stay on of space pulls her skirt down to her ankles in her and top unbuttons yeah. her shirt for her which was you know appreciated it's funny that you know it's one of those standards in a B movie oh the hot chick gets naked or something at yeah, one point yeah. Like Udo Kier is the leader of this Nazi moon base because he's the oldest 
living German German actor in the world, yeah. Let's just stop and talk about Udo Kier. Uh, I always enjoy him when he pops up in some weird, twisted movie. He's amazing. Like, he gives it his all. I've not seen a lot of his real crazy, in, like, independent stuff. The actual stuff. German movies. No, I, no, I've not seen a lot of that. But I have to imagine, he, if he's in it, it's pretty good. But I thoroughly enjoy him in Blade as the bad vampire. He's good. He's good. Yeah, I mean, he's good in, in, in everything we kind of see him in. Like, if if you need a Nazi, he's number one on the list. Yeah. <laughs> like... Dustin, he's in this movie. Yeah, I mean... And they want to bring the Fourth Reich to America. That's con- and they have giant ships that they're preparing to, to take over the world. I mean, that's really the plot of the film. That's their plot. That's their what the, plot. That's what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, yeah. They've been uh, sitting back and waiting for contact from the Earth, from like I guess the Third Reich, to tell them when it's okay to come down. Like the the, the generations of of Nazi Germans that are living on the moon are just kicking back and, you know, doing whatever it is you do on the moon. So when they get to Washington, apparently he brought his phone with him to tweet from the moon, I suppose. Uh, They find that, oh, well, they can plug in this little phone, which is the most sophisticated computer that is on the moon now. They plug it into their machinery and it works. His iPhone. Yes. They plug his iPhone into the German super destroyer, and it works, and that's that don't make no sense to me. And when they're if their technology, that where your bullshit line's yeah, gonna that's go. Where I draw the line, Leland, because in 1945, <laughs> you really you didn't really have computers. Like how how the fuck is is an iPhone supposed to run their their super their super destroyer? Uh, you know, I don't even want to even think about it. It just works. Like, it's all just machines and cogs. It should just turn a crank and go. <laughs> what the fuck does, you know, iTunes have to do with anything? I have no answer for you. Yeah. Like, you stumped yeah. me and I'm just going to move movies, on. Movie got no answer for me. <laughs> You're going to move yeah, on. Right? And that's where they, I draw the line. They go to Earth. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just skipping it. They go to Earth and they slowly, over the next three months, basically infiltrate government. Just through comedy and bullshit. Yeah, they end up going in the earth through like, through a modeling agency, which pretty is, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the this, fashionista is what he called her, and I was just like, mm-hmm. Uh, President Palin, Ugh, essentially, God. the the only person she ever talks to in the movie is this image consultant, pretty which much, which is who which is leading is, her uh, re-election campaign. Which is funny. Well, I don't know if funny is the word I'd use for it's, it. It's just apropos of what really happened, and that's why it's, sat- it's it's satirical because it's like, oh, that's right, that's what kind of happened. She was more into clothes than knowing about the government, and and I get that that's right. the joke. There. But I, I I think beyond that, like the it, at this point, reelections are so image yes. driven that like, yeah, you know what? They've got image consultants, uh, and in. 2016, I suppose it's going to be pretty important when but, Palin but gets the elected. The thing about it, when though, is when the, her image consultant becomes like in charge of the 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 space army, the, the space army yeah. of like the good guys versus the Nazis. Like, yeah. the, I'm sorry, I get for the movie why she was brought on board, but realistically, do, you don't know how to handle a spaceship in the actual invasion of the moon Nazis. The Secretary of Defense. She says, fuck it, let this broad handle this. I don't want nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like there's a there's, there's a model and a, gra- yeah, a model graphic designer essentially 
runs uh, the the moon, the moon invasion defense. It's just so weird. But, but Leland, she was really hot. Just that's valid. Jugs but... out there, and she had feathers and fur and she all kinds of crazy feather. costumes. <laughs> Although her her hair at the end was. This old lady not doing much for me. <laughs> I had to kind of block her out with my hand from the neck up. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was really a bummer for me. It was a bummer for me <laughs> when the radar didn't pick up the flying saucers. Well, that too. Yeah, Segway. Um, I had a real hard time with the ending of the movie. Like it kind of ruined the rest of the movie for me personally. Like yeah. I still enjoyed the movie. I'm glad I own it. I will rewatch it at one point in my life. The end of the movie just really bums me out. I'm not going to spoil it in case anyone does want to check it out. But because you should, I think it's worth it's, it's worth checking yeah. out. It's definitely it's, the, it's an art piece. If the, anything the movie else. the movie ends satirically and not comedic or heroic no. or, or anything like that. Like the, the the longer the movie goes, the more like on the nose it gets it when little, it comes to a little too much for me yeah. like i didn't like the idea i honestly didn't like the idea that it was supposed to be sarah palin it bothered me a little too much or that she uses a lot of george w jokes in the extent of like well we got this spaceship called the george w and it's just like giant spaceship full of missiles and all kinds it's of a death crazy machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah and 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 like and them sitting around the u.n like, all the UN was interested was just more power and gas and stuff like that. And it just really bummed me out. Like, this director, in my opinion, this is what he thinks of. He's he's generalizing all of America based on this one character. And that upsets me because we're all not like that. Like, I'm, I kind of consider myself a good person. I'm look, not crazy. Like I can't see fucking Russia from my house. I'm smart. I'm up to date on political people. things. We're normal people. And I, I mean, understand that's I'm what the satire monster, is. But, uh, no, You're I mean, half monster. I'm half of a monster. I get that that's what the satire is, but it just bothered me a little, because it was too on the nose. Because honestly, I do think this is where we're going. And therefore, it was kind of upsetting for me. Uh, the, the director is... Um, yeah, say that name. Yeah, all right, let me... I'm going to go slow. <laughs> something, something German. Timo, pretty sure that one's correct. Last name, Vjorensola. Vjorensola. I think that second time I may have nailed it. Boing, uh, boing, boing, boing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's not a foreign flick, but it it is written and directed from a foreign perspective. And, yes... Other countries do think regular people are the same as the television shows that they see that's made here. I know, and that upsets me. Well, I don't... Look, bottom line, I understand why we're bombs sometimes. Because I see the Jersey Shore, and I think to myself, I'll just bomb those people. I'd bomb them, too. (laughs) But, you know, at the same time, America has the same perspective of everywhere else. I'm not saying I'm innocent... Or above it all. No, yeah, I'm not like, saying that at all. We, I just it just having it smacked in my face this afternoon on a low low blood sugar and not any beer <laughs> just really made me like, oh, okay. That's what this movie needs. More alcohol. We didn't drink today because it's fucking hot. So yeah. Like if I was drunk, maybe I would have laughed at the ending. 
Well, you know, they the, blew up Congress. It would have been like Mars Attacks. I would have just thought it was oh, hilarious. Oh, I love Mars Attacks. Um, the, the ending is not funny. It's not meant to be funny. No. It's, it's it's meant to be like, look at what your future can be. And it did. It really bummed me out. I'll be honest. I'm a little bummed. It didn't bum me out. Like it's fair. It's I, fair. I, you're I, I, I you're get a your monster message. though. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. I just have no soul. <laughs> so let's say that I do then. Black heart, but a little soul. I can dance. I can dance decently well. I can carry a beat. But I, I generally did enjoy the movie. I thought not. Yeah. It's you know what the, you first, know the, the first three quarters are really fun. Yes. And it's then, just the last, the third act I, yeah, for me fell apart a little it, bit. And one per one perspective falls apart. Another perspective, like okay, here's where we get meaty. With, yeah. With the with the meaning of the movie, and that's fine. I, and I what? get it. And I'm thoroughly, I'm endorsing it. I'm not saying yeah, like no. this man should never work again. No, no, nothing like that. Well, it he's just, working. His, it just his bummed me movie, out. <laughs> next movie called uh, uh, "I Killed Adolf Hitler." Right on, man. Do what sure, you need to do. Sure. You know? um, but there, there's a lot of fun. You've got a black guy who is black, like stereotypical black. Yeah, he's all gangster. As a white guy. Yeah. Uh, you've got, you know, Germans. Fun, funny Nazi humor. You've got, you got funny Nazis running around. Um, and you've, you've got really a, a great looking movie. That's what I was going to say, though. The positive, really, to take away from the movie is for such a low budget, what they accomplish special effects wise is nothing but amazing. I thought the special effects in this were so good that they rivaled some of the better movies that I've seen in the past. I'm going to say it out, I'm going to lay it on the table. This movie has better special effects than any of the episodes, any of the prequels, in my opinion, because this didn't look like a fucking cartoon. You know, it also had better special effects than any of the three prequels. Serenity. Better. That last spaceship battle in Serenity was 20 times better than any of the three prequel space battles that we got. It's fair. Um, Amazing special effects in this movie. It's all I got on that. It does look great. Actually, um, I found a little fact, which was interesting. 10% of the budget is funded by fans of the film. And awesome. Which it is, shows. Which is super cool. The love that was shown this concept and the special effects in the movie is apparent. I mean, even the costumes are fantastic. The look, the sounds, everything on a production level of this film is worth checking out. Yeah. Um, the budget for the movie is 7.5 euro million, 7.5 million euro, which, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I I know, I know a euro is worth more than a dollar. So not by much now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, like you're, you're, you're right earlier. Like this, this movie, as with many movies that we watch works better with a little buzz. Um, as, as far as the six-pack scale goes, I personally think two beers tops. Whatever's going to make you laugh a little more at a movie, uh, that's that's where I put uh, Iron Sky. Watch it with friends, because there's a lot to really point out and be like, look at this crazy bullshit. For no reason at all. And I kind of feel like there may be something cut out of it, but they landed in some hillbillies marijuana field and they never they never go back to it 
later in the movie, when they go back to the moon, you notice that they brought a plant with them. So I feel like something may have been cut out. Yeah. Like, Nazis get high for the first time. Which... That would have been fun. That, that sounds actually pretty good right now. Uh, I'd watch that. But, uh, like, there's, there's crazy shit going on. Yeah. So... Get a buddy, get a couple buddies, everyone spread ar- spread around the uh, the beers, and enjoy. I, I, you know, I don't even want to say two beers. Fuck it, one beer, one beer, to just just make you giggle a little more. That's all you need for Iron Sky. One beer makes one you beer. giggle. Well, no, but when there's only six to choose from, I have to uh, ration out. You know, I gotta separate. They bring my... their own beer, like. <laughs> No, I'm at like four. No, 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 I'm talking about our, our, I'm talking about our grading scale. When six is the maximum, yeah, four, four is gonna make me laugh at this movie more than I did. Oh, but that's that's kind of harsh on the movie. No, no, you I like the, I did like the movie, but I think four will get me to enjoy the bummer ending. Oh yeah, yeah, you need to make it through that ending. Yeah, the ending was rough for me. By the end of the movie, you need to be four. I just don't like it when, like I said, not gonna spoil the ending of the movie. Yeah. But, that thing the, happens the in a very is judgmental. Few, it's very few selective movies that have done this particular type of ending. And I really dislike a lot of those movies because yeah. of the ending. Kind of like I have a rule. If you kill a dog in a movie, I don't like your movie. He had there's rabies. Only, there's only a handful do? of films. Well, he had Yeller to be put can, down. Old Yeller can suck it. That was for the best of everyone. It, yeah, that's a different. I'm End talking like useless death. You know, it's like, <laughs> look, I'm not going to lie. I Am Legend, piss me off. That's probably the only movie I'm really referencing. And now I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, actually, I like a lot of movies where they accidentally kill a dog. But not because they kill a dog, but just a good movie. And now I'm rambling. But I Am Legend, fuck that movie. No. We didn't have to die. I, I was Will Smith's only friend. <laughs> and after watching what his kids have been doing the last couple of years, yeah, even the dog was probably like, no, I needed to die. I don't want to hear that whip your hair wanna, back song no more. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> Where your kids are the, the next stars of the next year. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So four beers for you? Yeah, it's got to be four that beers. ending just bums you out. It just bums me out, man. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I'm bummed out now. No. Oh. We'll go. We'll go have some real beers now. We'll stop <laughs> using metaphorical beers for a grading scale. We're gonna all have some real beers, and we'll drown away our pain as is our custom here. <laughs> just, just a normal day. <laughs> just a normal day in the movie issues headquarters. But definitely, Eye in the Sky. I think is uh, worth watching. I say, wait till Netflix. It's gonna be there. Yeah, probably by January. Yeah, this is this is a really this is actually a really good Netflix movie. I think. Yeah, I think it'll get a lot of play. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, definitely, definitely worth seeing. If you want to, if you've seen it, let us know. This is probably one of the more deeper cut movies that we've seen. If 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 you've seen, if you've seen on the Sky, let us know. Tell us what you think. It was a little too over satirical. It's not funny enough. Not enough zombie. A little. Fuck. Zombies. That's I all. Keep saying missing. zombies. Well, Nazis you know and zombies. Same thing. You know, yeah. Ultimate I mean, evil. At any point in time in the movie, if if the Nazi got back up from the dead and started like moaning, I would have. It would have been like, all right. Yeah. This is I'm, just the next logical. I was like, thing it's to not do. going to persuade me to be yeah. like, oh, well, it's bullshit. Now. Wait a minute. No, I would have been just flowing right along with it and be like, you oh, okay, what? yeah. If zombies. you're born and raised on the moon, you turn into a zombie. I'm just gonna assume that's what happens on the moon. You can reach us at Gmail Movie Issues. You can also find us... something crazy again. (laughs) Or you can find us on the Facebook. 
Be sure that uh, you're following. You're be sure that you're you're liking us on Facebook. We're doing stuff there, posting movie pics. Uh, fuck, posting movie posters, trailers, keeping you up to date what we're doing. Give you a little sneak peek of uh, what the what the week's episode is going to be about. Dropping dropping trailers, getting excited, making you wet down there. What? Wow. Like metaphorically for podcasting. Wow. Get you excited. I get a little wet. And and I'm on this show. <laughs> it's too much. I just don't know where to go from there. So, tune in next week where we discuss yet another film that we enjoy. Could be good, could be bad. It's going to be good. I am your host, Leland. I'm here with my disgusting sidekick who I'm staring at judgmentally for the remainder of the evening. It's because you know I'm wet right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And that was spooky. So, um, you have a good night out there in podcast land. Whatever the opposite of Guten Tag is. Whatever night didn't tag is to you. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> <laughs>